All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Digging Deep. I uh, brought another guest on here. Uh, his name is Sam. He's one of my really good buddies from, um, from college. Met him, pretty much grew up in the same-ish area. Um, went to school together, and I'll let him reintroduce or introduce himself here in a second. I uh, just want to say thank you for dropping in, taking a listen. And Sam, thank you for joining and taking, the, taking your Sunday to come hang out. Of course. Um, I know you're busy, so we'll, we'll get through this. And uh, yeah, we'll pick your brain a little bit. But yeah, go ahead and introduce yourself, um, your name, what you do, where you live, all that good stuff. Cool. Sounds good. Thanks again for having me on, man. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my name is Samson Goodrow. Um, I'm a native from Stockton, California. Uh, currently living in the Sacramento area. Um, moved here about seven months ago. And uh, I am a medical sales associate for Globus Medical Trauma Division. Nice. Yeah. It's um, a big word, dude. Yeah, no, trust <laughs> me. a big word. A lot of, uh, lot of mirror speeches going yeah. over that pretty frequently. So. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah, man. That's what's up, dude. All right. Well, yeah. So um, we'll kind of get into, so you said me- medical sales is like the the generalized yeah. term, right? It's like yeah. what you would tell most people, but yeah. Um, yeah. How did, how did you get into that? Like your, your first, like how did the opportunity come up to you? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so uh, when I was in college, my idea was to go into the medical field. Um, I wanted to be, you know, do the whole medical school, become a surgeon, stuff like that. And they got interrupted by COVID. Um, I had to switch gears and uh, look for something that was available that I wanted to uh, pursue with my biology, uh, my biology degree. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily I had a individual um, that I knew from high school, a good friend of mine, uh, refer me to um, Globus Medical. He mm-hmm. knew the, uh, the uh, manager that was up in the Sacramento area. Nice. And they were just looking to get into the business out here and it just kind of worked out to where I was available. Nice. And, uh, yeah, kind of played its card right and here I am. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, so, um, so at school, right, that's, that's something I like to bring up just with um, like some people are educated, some have, some have gone, sorry, not educated, but some of them go through college universities or they just do like private school, whatever yeah, it is. Right. So um, walk us through what you did um, as far as like you graduating high school and then where you went from for school from there. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, I attended St. Mary's high school in Stockton, California. Um, from there uh, I went to Delta college, which is where we met. Yes, sir. Um, I started with a marketing degree uh, for two years, nice. uh, I was kind of going through the classes with that and realized that, you know, maybe marketing itself wasn't the, the route for me. Yeah. Um, and I decided to switch over thanks to one of the teachers at Delta college, a uh, physiology course I took Nice. helped me realize, wow, I really like biology. I yeah. like the human body. That's, that's pretty sick. So I made the change. Unfortunately, I had to start all the way back to square one. Yeah. Not a lot of classes transfer over. Uh, like but maybe was, a few math classes, if a anything, a right? Yeah. And, you know, no, no electives. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was a little tough, but at the end of the day, I knew it was something I wanted to do. Mm. I was passionate about it, and I wanted to continue my pursuits and actually want to study it. So I made that decision. Uh, I did two years at Delta College after that, so it's four years total there. And then from there, I transferred over to the University of Pacific, um, and I did two years there and graduated with a uh, biological sciences degree. Jesus. And uh, yeah, now I'm, now I'm out of my career. Yeah. <laughs> That's schooling for you. <laughs> did you see, did you see yourself doing that? Like as far as like, did you ever expect yourself to land at UOP or did you expect yourself to go somewhere like out of state, south, like, or did you think you were going to stay pretty local? You know, it was, it's kind of tough. Uh, I, I had really didn't really have a direct course through college. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People sometimes get in there like, oh, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a pilot or whatever it is. Right. right? 
and they will work their way through it. I was kind of finding my way, mm -hmm. um, what I wanted to do and what I wanted to spend time pursuing, you know, even away from school. Mm -hmm. right? And it just kind of, I th really think the turning point for it was that uh, physiology class. Yeah. It really kind of was like, okay, this is, I'm genuinely interested. I just felt the switch kind mm -hmm. of click, right? And I felt myself wanting to naturally learn more about it. And then once I was like, oh, dude, I want to go actually study this without feeling like I'm studying it. Like, yeah, took that as a sign. Like, that's probably a pretty good indicator of something you want to do yeah, right. for the rest of your life. Right. So luckily that happened. Um, and I was just patient with it and it kind of presented itself. And yeah, not really a direct line. Yeah. It's really funny. Just popped up. That's it just, just kind of popped up naturally, which uh, really, really grateful that it happened. And I was uh, grateful that I was self-aware enough to realize it too. Yeah. You know, that's what's up. Yeah. Do you, was it like for, I, I would say during COVID, everybody was kind of just going through it, right? Everyone's a little confused. No one knew what the hell was going on. Oh, um, but I think being in, yeah, big, big old understatement. Everyone's just like, what? <laughs> Bleep. But yeah, um, I think especially if you're transferring in the medical field, especially, right? Sure. Transferring and learning online. I don't know how the hell you did it. So nice. wa walk us through that. Like, how was that whole experience? Cause I know you said, we talked about it already, but yeah. like, um, for those that, didn't, that don't know, transferred over, uh, right as COVID was hitting essentially, right? Or in the yeah. middle of it, I think, right? Uh, directly, uh, geez. So my first year at UOP was 2020. Uh. Um, and that was, it was, ex it was the toughest year of my life yeah. for sure. Um, Mentally, just the things that I was required to learn and in the time frame that I needed to learn them by. Yeah. It was it was tough to pivot and adapt yeah. uh, to all the changes all at once. And um, I had to take courses like genetics. Uh, I had to take histology. You know, I had to take a couple of regular chemistry courses, a couple of biology courses. And then I think the toughest part for me personally was uh, summer 2021. Yeah, summer 2021. I had to take uh, two classes of organic chemistry um, in an eight-week time period. And that included the last You said two. eight weeks? Eight weeks. Oh, yeah. hell no. So four nope. weeks for one and then four weeks for Ochem 2. And uh, <coughs> it was just... I mean, it was every day. Yeah. I had to be doing something, either with the normal lecture class or with the lab class, too. Um and like seven days a week or was it just like uh, just your was, regular? It was about seven days a week. Ugh. Yeah. I really didn't have any breaks, uh, for about two months. Um, and it was tough, you know, cause like with these classes, uh, you need, it's a lot of it's hands on, right. you know, like we're in the lab, we're mixing different compounds to create something else or we're learning about, um, you know, how to work with acids in a safe environment. And, you know, there's a whole course and curriculum yeah. that's dedicated to that. And all of a sudden, you don't do that. Mm -hmm. And your lab classes <laughs> are hour and a half YouTube videos of someone else. Oh, hell no, and it's dude. just, yeah, it's, it's, no, that's not the same. It's so tedious, you know, and you're just sitting there taking notes. But luckily um, for me, I was able to put together a good group of people mm -hmm. that were kind of going through the same thing. Um, and we were able to help each other out and kind of develop a community like, hey, we're all doing this. We're all going through the same stuff. Yeah. Let's see what we can do to, you know, pick each other's brains and get just get us through this, man. We, yeah. just, we just have to get through it. And luckily we did. And we kept our grades where we wanted them and we got through it, man. That's so what's up. It was it was tough, but um, 
definitely build some character. Yeah, sure. I was gonna. I feel like in the medical field, that's a thing, right? Definitely. Like people, you always see. At least, I mean, I'm not in the medical field, right? But like, I have friends that go through med school or whatever, right? Yeah. And they're all like, it's always the same group of nurses or doctors or people going through some sort of program. Yeah. They're in the same pictures month over month, year over year, yep. and they graduate together. So I think that's pretty cool. So um, props to you for doing that because that's. Ugh, like I, I love school, right? I like learning, of course. but, um, there's certain classes I just could not stand. Right. Like yeah. it's just, it's natural. It is what it is. But, um, I don't think there's a single student out there that would no, just dude, on that. No, yeah. hundred percent. So that, that's it. That's super interesting. And I, I think I applaud you for doing that. Cause I think any, any student that didn't stop going to school, like that was my thing. Right. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to take yeah. six months. I go give it a year. Sure. And, uh, I was just like, you know, I just got to, just power through it. I just want to get this done. Cause I don't know how long this is going to go for. Sure. Um, so I, I applaud you for doing that, especially anything medical related. Mm. I couldn't do it myself. So, um, props to you for doing that, dude. That's, Thank that's you, awesome. I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So UOP, right. And, and this is a whole different thing, right? So yeah. private school. Yeah. Pretty expensive. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. did you, did you get, I know they offer a lot of scholarships and a lot of financial assistance as well. Um, was it enough to where it was like reasonable for you to go or did you just like have to bite the bullet and just, you know, uh, you you know know. what? Uh, so the cool thing is, is that once I transferred from Delta college, they actually offered a, uh, transfer scholarship itself. Nice. Um, so, and this is just spitballing here. Um, (laughs) I think it knocked off about a third nice. of my okay. payment, which is pretty sad. Significant. Yeah, that's significant. That's significant when you're talking, you know, like again, private schools. Yeah. Um, but luckily, and this is just, uh, you know, it's a, I'm a great, I'm grateful for this and I'm really truly blessed to have this. Um, my mom had saved up enough money to put me through UOP. That's and awesome. Put my brother through um, his, uh, his undergrad as well too. Um, so we don't have any, any loans. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's, that's just a, that's props to my mom. Uh, she's going to be listening to this. So. Hey mama bear. Love you mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shouts out to you. Um, so luckily for me, I didn't have to worry too much about paying off student loans mm. or going through that process at all. Which, yeah. Again, blessed. Yeah. I was going to say, especially the, the classes, a curriculum yeah. and then the financial stress that I've, that I've had friends I go to UOP oh, yeah. and they're like, it's real. They're not the same person when I talk no. to them. Right. Like they just, there's something, it's a different level of stress. Right. Because yep. in two years you go from like, you know, you could go to Delta. You're like paying two, 3000 for the semester. It exactly. is what it is to being smacked with a $50,000 bill yep. in a year. And you're like, dude, I don't even have time to breathe. And I don't have to work. Like you barely have time to work or sure. stay afloat. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that you had that opportunity because I, I didn't know, but thank you for sharing that. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah, Mama Bear, thank you for supporting your son. Um, <laughs> he's a great dude. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. So, I, and I, you can kind of walk us through that. Did you have a lot of people that um, were in the similar situation? Like they were able to, they had the support of their parents or, you know, through sure. scholarships to get them through? Or did you see like, say out of, out of 10 people, how many of them were pulling out loans? Oh, man. Uh, so. Or did they share that with you? That's the I, other we thing. don't really, I don't really go like, Hey, how much are you paying for school? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like what's your financial plan there? I don't yeah. really, I don't really ask them too much about it. I know a couple of them did have to pay, you know, bring out some loans uh-huh. to pay for it for sure. Especially if they were looking to go into graduate school yeah. or the dental program that's there it's or, or the pharmacy program. There's, there's a, there's plenty of other options for them to go, but they're going to have to pay a little bit a more lot. than I did too, you know? Um, but most, mostly I feel like they, um, 
they were able to rely on their parents um, for a, a decent amount of it, you know, whether that be books, housing, or just paying the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know there are a couple of people out there that have told me how difficult it can be to rummage up the money or just even think about it, have yeah. a way on their brain as they're going through this time of learning so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's tough. It can be tough. And my brother, Jack, shout out my brother, Jack, he's going to medical school. Nice. Um, he's about to go into the whole field of pulling out loans for medical school, uh, which is in itself a what, whole, whole different beast. Is he like, what special, well, what, um, con- is it concentration you would say, or like, what is he specializing in? Uh, so he, d- he hasn't really picked a field, which okay. I think is smart. Um, he's working at UCSF right now. He's nice. studying, uh, cancer cells that are, um, in mice, he's studying mice and he's doing the whole thing with that. Yeah. He's in a whole industry. It's super cool. Yeah. Super super cool. Could not be more proud of him. Um, but he's going to go to medical school and he's going to go through the, go through the works. It's a four year program wherever he goes and he's going to find what he loves to do as he goes through it. That's awesome. That's that's how he's told me about it. Yeah. He's going to have to, you know, discover the whole pulling out loans and he's going to be paying that off for a pretty, you know, pretty decent amount of time. Yeah. That'll be an uh, interesting journey for him, but he's, he's well equipped to do yeah. it mentally for That's sure. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I think the one time there's a difference between pulling a loan out for, and uh, this, is, this is just weird. Like if you're getting an arts degree, right? Like an African yeah. Caribbean dance, right? Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay, man. Like, <laughs> that's tough. You know what I mean? Like, but, um, if, if you're pulling a hundred to 200,000 in loans for that, but yeah. for future doctors, I back it hundred percent. If you, it's, it's difficult to get anything, any financial backing that's like, immediate or unless you're taking a huge chunk out of, you know, savings or whatever it is. But, um, so yeah, props to your brother for doing that as well. So that's what's up. That's crazy. Um, yeah, let's, let's, let's change. Uh, we'll change the topic a little bit. Um, we'll talk about what you, what you do on a daily basis, right? So your career and then just some of the other little things that you do, your hobbies, whatever it may be. So, um, in medical sales, I know you've been doing it for a little over a year now. Uh, no, I've actually only been in, uh, the field for about eight months, eight months coming up on a year. Okay. Nice. Right around the corner. So walk us through that. Um, like your training and then like Actually, because I know you told me you're like in the emergency room itself, yeah, right? So walk us. That's good. That just couldn't do it. But um, <laughs> walk us through that. Uh, the people you've met, the things you've seen, gotcha. um, the, good, the good, the bad, and then like you know all the good stuff. So gotcha. what you got for us? Okay, for sure. Um, so I guess I'll start you at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, first day, um, the first time that I was officially employed at the company, um, I had to. I live in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. I had to drive all the way down to Hayward. Oh, um, in a huge rainstorm because we just got a, we just got a, a swell of rain this year. Yeah. It's raining. There was crashes everywhere. I was going to be late for this case for about an hour. Um, I get there uh, about 30 minutes late uh-huh. and we're doing a distal femur ORIF and ORIF stands for open reduction, internal fixation. Okay. Okay. So basically what happened was, um, they laid them supine, which means on their back, uh-huh. cut open his leg on the side through the vastus lateralis, <laughs> split that, and we put a plate on uh, to fix a broken femur, a distal uh-huh. femur. Uh, funny, little side funny note, my mom called me about 10 minutes before to see how I was doing, mm-hmm. um, and she asked me, Sam, are you good around blood? <laughs> and, uh, uh, I don't know. That was, <laughs> it's the first time I had actually thought about it. Yeah. I'm like, you know what, mom? 
I have no idea, but I'm about to find out. Oh, so my goodness. if you get a call from an ambulance, you know that it didn't work. Yeah, out. it didn't. I mean, like your son fainted in the OR room. Oh my goodness. Luckily for me, uh, it worked out to where I wasn't feeling queasy or lightheaded or anything. Um, and it was a pretty good, it was a, like I told you, cut up, cut up in the thigh. So yeah. it was a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, so that was a pretty good field test. So I'm like, okay, I can handle it here. Jesus. Um, so that was my first case. Um, and in the beginning, couple of days, even weeks, probably the first couple of months even, um, they just wanted me to kind of get the logistics down of what, of what we're doing, mm. right? You know what I mean? Like where we're going, how we're going about things, little nuances, how to do a DO, a direct order, mm. it, the whole billing side of it, right? How gotcha. do you get paid? How do you, you know, what you should be looking for in the OR room, things you can and can't touch, can and can't say, you know, where you need to be focused. I remember calling my boss, I think it was the third or fourth day after uh, just going through all of that. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Um, I, I just, I, I feel like I'm drinking information through a fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. It's just constantly going. And he told me, yep, nope, that's, that's sounds about right. That's yeah. kind of where we want you to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, I remember I had talked to my mom. I talked to my brother. I'm like, this is absolutely insane. But on the flip side of it, right? I'm in such a cool environment yeah. where I'm learning so much cool stuff and I'm getting to interact with all of these hyper intelligent individuals. Mm-hmm. I mean, surgeons, my team, my team is freaking genius. Yeah. Everybody on my team is just far and away. Some of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. Wow. Yeah. Blessing. Um, and I get to see a product that I sell Mm-hmm. give back to somebody and help improve their quality of life. Like that's astounding. Yeah. That's that awesome. Is, that is, that is the one thing I take away from all this is I'm helping people walk. I'm mm-hmm. helping people lift up their kid to give them a hug. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm helping someone's grandpa show up to a sport gamer or, mm. or just walk around the house. Like, I mean, it's just, it's really, really cool to, to see. And that kind of helped me stabilize myself the first couple of months where I'm like, okay, Hey, back away. It's a lot right now, but remember why are we doing this? Right. right? What What's the point in this, like, to give back to the community? Good. So that kind of helped me get through the first couple of months. Um, I'm going through training. Uh, my boss um, took me one-on-one and went through a couple of trays, which is where we keep all of our screws, plates, drills, the, the works for mm-hmm. surgery. Had me studying some basic stuff. I had to take this huge test. It's called the, uh, um, gosh darn it. Uh, it's the encyclopedia of trauma test. Okay. I think, I think that's what it's called, <laughs> but it's hopefully too, your boss isn't I watching. Really, really, if I butchered that, <laughs> my bad. Sorry. Um, <laughs> get a, get a good doc and pay for that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> it's a 250 question test, um, written out. Where okay. It's just, it's just like, it involves trays, it involves terminology, it involves logistics, and I had to take that. And that's the, that was about the first three months I was studying for that. Wow. And luckily, I was, I was, that's all I was focusing on, and I was able to pass it the first time um, and finally start to help contributing to the team, which is covering cases, doing logistical restock, moving, moving trays, and, and going down to the Bay Area. The second half, um, we started going to Philadelphia for trainings specifically for product uh, knowledge okay, and specifically for uh, your cadence in the OR, uh, okay. how to talk to surgeons, you know, kind of going over the stuff that was on the, the test, but in more of a detailed, okay. detailed like in person, in person, gotcha. right? We had surgeons going in there, 
talking to us about x-rays. We had cadaver labs, which is where we get to work with our products. Mm-hmm. Super, super cool. So I had two of those trauma 101 and trauma 201 training. Um, and at this point I'm doing cases by myself. I'm in the OR by myself. Wow. Um, I'm helping doctors, you know, situate themselves, making sure that all of their, um, equipment is in order, you know, when they want to use it. I'm trying to help the scrub tech. I'm keeping an eye on the x-ray, seeing if I can suggest anything. Um, and that's all stuff that, you know, will continue to grow as I go through this career. But that's where I'm at right now, um, through the, uh, OR side of it, Mm. sales side of it is I'm trying to get in front of as many doctors as I can. We have no business up in the Sacramento area as we speak. Wow. Um, but we have a lot of really good leads with a lot of really good people. Nice. Um, and that just includes showing up to clinic, going to these, going to schedule lunches to show the product off, you know, following up with them. Hey, do you have any cases coming up? Go into the facilities that they work at. And mm-hmm. that's the toughest part, by the way, is getting into these facilities. <laughs> um, going to the facilities, talking to the people that will help us get our trays in the door. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like is coming up for me. Nice. I'm starting to lean in for for this uh, next quarter coming up. Okay. So that's where I'm at. It's It's been a ride. It's yeah. been... There's been the highs are highs and the lows are low. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, a lot of stress, a lot of stress, um, but a lot of a lot of area to grow yeah. as, a, as an individual and as a associate in this field. Okay. So it's been awesome, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It sounds like you, every single day is like a little different than, than the next, right? Oh yeah. And Always that's, something changing. That's a big one. There's no case that's the same. Every case is different and every day is different. You have to be able to adapt, think quickly and plan accordingly. Which that's has been nuts. Cool to learn. Yeah. No, I, I can only imagine, dude. That's like, <laughs> you're like, uh, dude, I saw someone's leg just get cut off today. So I don't know how I really oh, feel yeah. about this. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen all sorts of crazy stuff. Oh, it happens. Um, <laughs> so walk us through, and I'm learning now too. Gotcha. So, yeah, of course. Um, so I'm assuming you're going to different specialists or different trauma centers, yep. like you said, right? Yep. And uh, th- say, for example, they... I'm assuming they have contracts with certain vendors or certain, uh, certain companies that lock them into like, Hey, you can use our product or our range of products for surgeries or whatever it may be. And so you're approaching them and saying, Hey, like understand that you may be dealing with someone else. Like, but here's uh, one, the cost advantage two the service advantage and three, like this is the convenience of using our product. Is that kind of how it rolls? And yeah. Okay. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head. Okay. There you go. Hey, I was (laughs) just a while. I may have done my research. (laughs) No, I I didn't even do that. I didn't. That's just off the, off my head. I swear. So, but I'm assuming that's what you're doing, right? It's a sales role. So yeah, exactly. It's, Um, It's a lot of the same. Yeah. So, uh, what is like the main barrier or like the main issue that you have when you come up to these people who are like, Hey dude, like this product works. Like, are you interested? Are you interested in using it, trialing it? Or, I mean, I don't really think you can trial <laughs> medical, medical we, we, equipment. We offer, we offer a trial. That's, okay. that's kind of how we, we try and we try and convince them to use our product. Like, okay. Hey, we want you to use a trial three to five times, you know, nice. just to see how you like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. See if you like it. Tell me some stuff you do. Tell me some stuff you don't. Okay. And then we can go from there. Nice. That's, that's kind of how we like convey it to them right off the bat. Yeah. Um, the toughest part, uh, by far is just getting into the facilities. Really? Yeah, man. And, and it, it relies heavily on what you were talking about. Contractual obligations. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of these facilities have contracts with specific vendors to where they are expected to use a certain percentage Uh of them, um, on a yearly annual basis. So just an example, there's a, let's say 80% to 20% contract, right? Okay. 
and we'll say some of these other big dogs, which I'm sure you could probably look up the main vendors of, of medical, medical sales, medical right? sales. They are entitled to 80% of the workload that goes on to that hospital. Huh? Right. So the materials manager and pricing is kind of involved in like talking logistics of, Hey, if you use our product, like 80% of the time, like you can get a bonus, you know nice. what I mean? And this is, this is kind of how it goes. Then there's a 20% region where everybody else is kind of allowed to. Gotcha. Right? So everyone's fighting for a, everybody's uh, fighting for that low spot of 20%, right? And, that's crazy. And wow. that's where, when you're dealing with these contracts, you want to make sure that you populate that 20% as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So when the contract negotiations come up, you know, a year or two, three years later, mm-hmm. you can be like, Hey, we've got a lot of traction down here. Let's talk about maybe getting into the 80% spot. Nice. Right? So with a lot of these facilities, that's where we are. Wow. That's where we are. So we're working on the 20% spot. Um, we're working on getting into UC Davis, which is the big one. Yeah. Um, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, okay. It's not even like little trauma centers. It's like no, big it's, boys. It's our, we want, we want to try and target level one and level two trauma facilities for okay. sure. And, uh, UC Davis is the only level one trauma facility in the, in the Northern California. Yeah. Area. I was going to say, so. and then it goes down to no, cause Stockton isn't even the, is that a trauma yeah. center? That's like a, I believe St. Joseph's. Yeah, is there you go. Okay. Level two. Okay. Level two. And we're dealing with level two trauma facilities are still, you could still get some fruit from there for sure. Mm-hmm. We're trying to deal with the mercy dignity facilities up here right now as we okay. speak. Uh, a couple of Adventist uh, accounts as well. Um, they can give you a, they can give you a lot of uh, opportunity there as well. But if we get into UC Davis, we get to work with uh, the resident programs that are there. Uh, a lot of top, top, top doctors. Nice. Um, and really, you know, help get our products so we can help the patient and um, grow kind of in that area. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that's kind of our focus at right now. But getting into those facilities, like it takes, <laughs> I know one of my, my colleagues actually just recently got only one of our trays into a facility and it took him like a year and a half to do so. Yeah. Wow. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. You got to kind of, you got to kind of write it out. Ugh. Yeah. It's fun. Jeez. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay. That can only, so it's a lot of getting a door shut in front of your face, literally over and over and over. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. And that was, uh, that was an interesting lesson to learn Yeah. for sure. You know, getting, getting those stark notes. Yeah. You have no opportunities here. It's not going to happen. Wow. You know, and you talk to some individuals, you talk to some higher ups. I talk to my boss about it frequently. Um, and it's just about being consistent yeah. because there's always an opportunity, right? You know, if some, maybe a vendor doesn't show up to a case and mm-hmm. the doctor gets upset or a product fails or, uh, you know, heaven forbid, they start to get curious like, Oh, I wonder what Globus medical can offer. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, but if you're not consistent and you're not there, then they're not thinking about you. Yeah. So it's just about showing up mm-hmm. repeatedly, you know, taking it with a grain of salt saying, Hey, you know, I'm still here. I believe in my product. Um, I believe that this product can actually help surgeons and patients. Mm-hmm. And because I believe in that, I will continue to push it. Yeah. And that helps a lot. Having faith in your company yeah. and your product. So wow. just, you know, kind of having faith, yeah. just throwing yourself out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, it's all like a fly on the wall, essentially. Right. You're just waiting for like the opportunity to come in and, and, and help them out. So that's awesome, dude. Yeah. I'm sure that's built like, it's built a lot of character. I feel like more than anything. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You, you learn to say no, build your confidence eventually. <laughs> right. But Confidence is such a, a key in this game, man. The, people can read it immediately. Yeah. And it's something that I've learned in these past eight months. And luckily I've had help learning um, a, a specific colleague of mine. Mm-hmm. I think I'll name drop. Her name is Michelle Guerin. She's, nice. um, she's an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most social people I've ever met and just has helped me 
really tap into my inner confidence and realize what I can do mm-hmm. and uh, how to conduct myself and believe in myself. And that once I've kind of tapped into that, I've noticed a complete change and completely how, different and how I conduct myself in front of individuals and, and even for myself. Nice. You know? So it's so important to have that in, in so many aspects of life. Man. Nice. That's yeah. what's up. So it, it, I'm assuming these, these doctors or these surgeons, like, I mean, they're normal people, right? They're just wired a little different. Like they, they're yeah. very intelligent. I feel like, right? So, would you say that like bringing a little bit of humor to them like goes a long way, or is it just like, hey, here's the shit. Like this is this is straight to the facts. This is what you need. Like, or like, do you kind of have to feel them out, and, and that's how you kind of talk to them? Yeah, no, it's it's um, you think right? You think they'd all be just like, this is it. This is how to do it. This is why we're better. Blah blah blah. Like. Uh-huh. Nah, man, there's, they're, they're people too. Yeah. They have lives. You know, some people like going out and golfing mm-hmm. like, religiously. Some people, I know surgeons that race cars. Oh, nice. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they race like uh, Mazda Miatas against each other, oh, nice. right? Yeah. They'll go out, <laughs> play basketball, hit the gym. Like, yeah, they're, they are hyper intelligent individuals that have a very high stress job that require a lot of effort and a lot of focus. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they're individuals. Right. They like to shoot the, I don't know. Can we shoot the shit? Shoot the shit. Yeah. Yeah. You can guess. Yeah. They they like to talk a lot um, and talk to them, you know, about how their lives are. Talk about their kids. Like, Hey, how was your kid's baseball game? And like, do you want to go grab a beer? Like, yeah, let's go grab a beer. Let's go hang out. You know, you got to kind of balance that. Okay. There's a time and a place for everything. Mm -hmm. There's a time and place for business and there's a time and place to just get to know somebody. Yeah. Right. And that's something that you have to be aware of, you know, at all times. You just got to kind of feel out the area, feel out the room, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like being more real with surgeons and, and less salesy mm-hmm. is more beneficial because they're, they deal with vendors all day, man. Yeah. They yeah. Have, they have so blow. many people that are coming up to them saying, Hey, our product is the best. Hey, this is why you should be using us. Hey, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, it's a broken record. Right? Yeah. So I think breaking down the walls and developing the relationship first helps lead into the sale. Yeah. Cause then, cause then it's like, here's a mutually beneficial scenario for mm. us where patient outcome and your use of this product during the, during the surgery is going to be better. Nice. And obviously, you know, like I'm a salesman, I'm going to get something out of it too. Like, yeah. let's work together here to find the best possible outcome. Nice. That's kind of how I feel. And like taking that approach works the most. It's really rewarding when, um, like you build a connection for me, it was like in the wedding industry, right? Like you have someone that you go the extra mile for like on that day and you get three referrals from that. They're like, dude, you know, Diego, and this sounds like super feminine. He's like, Diego helped me with my dress. You know, you're like, I had a beat fall off. He had a sewing kit in his, in his (laughs) kit. Like, like it's something small like that. Or like the, um, groomsmen where they're like, don't even know how to buckle my pants or like button my pants. Or like, do I tuck my shirt in? Like what I put my vest and like, (laughs) it's crazy, dude. Like you'd expect them to know how to do this. It's basic kind of stuff, stuff, but, uh, <laughs> they didn't. And so you're like, Oh my God. Okay. Here, like, let me, Oh, I got you like here and suck it in. Right. Like tuck it in. Here's your button. Um, and like those little things that that's what they will remember. Like, right. The setup, the stress at the start of the day. And they're like, then they feel prepared. The rest of the day goes by and you just do your thing. But, um, that's, what's re- been rewarding for me is like you genuinely help them and like have yeah. them go through their day or whatever it is. Right. But, um, yeah, cause weddings are a lot of stress. So, I um, imagine. yeah. I haven't been married, but been a part of them for a minute. Um, yeah. So we'll go into, uh, outside of work. Right. So, um, gym, right. Like clearly you work out. Right. So if you guys can't see my boy, my boy's (laughs) got some muscle on him. Um, and and I think you've always gone to the gym since you were like, um, since we've known each other. yeah. Yeah. Right. So, um, and I know you did, you played basketball. 
Yep. Mostly, right? Basketball so sport. did you, was that like all through your childhood or was that just like in high school is that you picked it up? Oh man. So again, blessed to have had the opportunity to play a lot of sports. Nice. Um, I played football. Um, I did basketball. I played baseball. I did swimming. Did, wa- did water polo for a time. What? Uh, yeah, it was a water polo. Yeah, for yeah a I can see bit. that. I yeah, can see that. I got the, you know, got the yeah, the long so. ass wingspan. Yeah, you tell they wanted me to be, <laughs> wanted to be, be a goalie. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I played a lot of uh, sports in my middle school uh, days. And when I got to high school, it just felt natural to just kind of focus on basketball. Nice. I had a great opportunity to play varsity as a freshman. Nice. Um, shout out Gabe Vincent real quick. <laughs> um, and I got to uh, got to play pretty frequently. And I just feel like that's where my focus needed to be. And I had a talk with my coach about it. He's like, yeah, you need to, you need to focus on this. We're doing summer ball, travel ball, the whole nine yards. And that's where I kind of started uh, really focusing on my basketball career. Um, and then after that, I played one more year in college, and that's when I called it quits. And uh, once I was done with basketball, um, I had a lot of free time because uh, it does eat up a lot. Yeah. Um, and I really didn't know what to do with it. And then one day, I just was kind of just sitting around and wasn't doing anything. And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. I, I got to find something to do to fill up this time gap because I'm just sitting around doing nothing. Yeah. So I decided, all right, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym five days a week for like a month. Nice. Happen. And I was just going doing basic stuff like sit-ups and, you know, just a, a very push-ups, easy bench. push-ups. Yeah, push-ups. You're doing some bench. You're doing some, you know, terrible bicep curls and doing like 30 minutes of cardio, like mm-hmm. a basic starter routine, right? But I just told myself, like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I don't care how difficult it is. I don't care, you know, if I know what I'm doing or not, I'm just going to show up. And yeah. I did. And I started showing up and I started getting those newbie gains. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? After a little while, you kind of see it. I'm like, wow. Okay. All right. My, my biceps are starting to poke out a little. Yeah. Bit. Started. At the, starting, oh, they're here. They're here. Those exist. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm starting to add five pounds on my bench. Nice. What? Nice. Yeah. Wow. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting strong. I'm getting swole as they say. Yeah. Um, and it just, from there, uh, it just started getting addicting. Yeah. Right. I'm like, okay, this, I feel good. Mm-hmm. I'm mentally clear. Right. And I know for a fact that I'm doing myself a service and I'm from there. It just, it just started taking off, man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I, I love this. I'm dedicating money to it. I'm investing in it. I'm investing my time in it. And it, it's, it's especially now yeah. you know, with this job and through COVID and school and everything, it has helped me, stay sane man yeah 100 it's it's more so now the mental side of it and the mental clarity that i get from it than the physical yeah Um, that's awesome natural endorphin rush and you get to stack a win you know so i love it i'm i'm truly addicted to it nice um and uh i'm I'm just i feel better and it helps confidence obviously yeah it translates over to confidence right and uh, it's just something that you can control, that you have control over mm-hmm. your time and how you spend it. So there's a lot of lessons that I've learned from the gym and a lot of, you know, places that I've been able to go to because of it. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend if anybody is even, you know, having a sliver of an idea of like, hey, maybe I should start going to the gym. Maybe I should start doing this. Yeah. Uh, it's worth it. Yeah. It is totally worth it. You might not be Mr. Olympia, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, you will definitely get 
a huge benefit to your life by doing it. Yeah, so 100%. H- highly recommend, man. That's what's up, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think that's one of the things that like I've, I picked up and I've tried a lot of stuff, right? Like I did like a half marathon last year, yeah. which I, I don't awesome. know if I'm going to do again, but I don't know if you've ran a half marathon before, but no, it's not, not fun, dude. Yeah, it is not, imagine. it's not easy. <laughs> um, yes, I found that out real quick. Um, but I think that's, I think finding other like physical activities to do. So like snowboarding is like a big one for me. Um, snowboarding, like going to the gym or like, um, like some people do hikes, but I think, I think people just like are scared of going to the gym, which I completely understand. Right. You got a lot of people that are just like, not a lot, but you got a couple people that are just like eyeing. But what I've learned is that if anything, they're kind of just, they're not like mugging you, right? They're not like, oh, look, no. at this, look at this punk lifting 225 like yeah. this. No, I think it's more like you're just watching the person do the thing that they've been doing for day over day, right? So exactly. that's how I look at it is like, oh, damn. All right, they're about to go squat three plates. And then you're like, good shit. All right, good job, oh, yeah. bud. And like, yeah, so that, that's, that's pretty cool. So don't be scared, I no. would say, more than anything, right? Like, they're don't be scared. You. I can guarantee you, I've never had a situation where I felt like somebody was negatively judging me in the yeah. gym, even when I was starting out. Like, yeah. The cool thing about the gym culture is people want to see you do well. Mm-hmm. People want to see you get to those three plates. Yeah. You know what I mean? percent. I make it a point, and there's a couple of individuals I see at 24 hour that are just starting out. I make it a point to go up to them every time. Say, hey, man, you're looking big. Yeah. Dude, nice. That was a great set that you just did. And it, it seems silly. Yeah. Right? You know, it seems like, why would you do that? Why would you go to a random person? But to them, oh, that hearing the that, that just reinforces like, oh, man, maybe yeah, I should probably keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And then they keep doing it and then they reach their goal. And that's just a, mwah. yeah, that's a beautiful thing. It's just to like see. the, it's just the cherry on top. It, it really helps is. a lot. It really is. Yeah. That's so what's up. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Go and do it. <laughs> um, okay. So then, uh, we'll, we'll talk about, um, work again. We'll start to, we'll not wrap things up, but like one of the things I wanted to bring up sure. is, um, the craziest thing that you've probably experienced or seen. Um, and it doesn't have to be the most graphic thing, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I'm sure you've seen all crazy stuff, but mm-hmm. like, uh, like the craziest or the most stressful scenario that you've gone through. Gotcha. And like, it's the, sh- it's the story that you always share with people when you like, they ask like, Hey, what's the craziest thing you've seen at work? Hmm. Where do I start with that? One? <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> working in trauma, you're uh, probably seeing all sorts of shit. So I'm, I'm genuinely curious. You know, I probably will have to say the most crazy thing that I've seen and, you know, it's not really even crazy because it happens frequently, but um, a polytrauma case. Uh, so polytrauma, multiple, multiple injuries, like femur, proximal humerus, clavicle, wrist. Like, I mean, you get ah, messed up. Thing. Someone got, uh, someone with a passenger and a kid in the back of the car got hit by a UPS truck. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah, I guess someone fell asleep behind the wheel. Yep, that'll do it. And okay. all three of them had to be, like, immediately shipped to the hospital. And um, we had, I, I think it was, we put in a femoral nail. Uh, we reconstructed their radius and ulna. And I want to say we did a tibial nail on the other leg as well, too. Oh, my goodness. So those cases take extra long. Yeah. I think I was in the OR for about five, six hours. Jeez. Um, But that's only because we need to, you know, take care of what we're doing, how we're doing it, and what we're starting with first, right? Um, But just to see the surgeon methodically, I mean, they're so laser focused all the time. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's, it's kind of a... It's kind of a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how could someone be so laser dialed in and uh, we fixed them right up. 
and I can he survived. Nice. Um, I don't know about the other individuals. Mm. I wasn't there for those cases, but I know for a fact that um, that was it the, the driver. I believe it was the driver, okay. not of the UPS truck, but of the Tesla that got hit. Oh, it was a Tesla. Okay. A Tesla wow. Even hit. then, that's that's even that just shows you because they're like the safest cars on the road. Yeah. And well, they still. Oh my god. UPS goodness. truck hit the Tesla. Ah, so there's not much you can do yeah. when someone's going pretty fast and not rear ending you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we were able to put, you know, all of these different facets of this individual's anatomy back together, wow. store anatomical length. And, you know, it should be a really good recovery story. Yeah. Is what, is what I'm hoping. You do know. you follow up with them afterwards? Like, do you we get to talk to. to them? Yeah, we tried to, uh, we talked to the surgeons like, Hey, how is so-and-so doing? I just did, uh, we just did a removal of a, uh, pelvic X fix for somebody that I was there that I had to put on and, the doctor said, yeah, it's healed perfect. And she's just going to be fine. Huh. And that, that's just so like, you're just, you're just kind of like, those are, those are those mini wins where you're just like, yes, yeah, good. She's that's able so to sick. walk, dude. You know what I mean? And not have a hobble her yeah. entire life. Like those are cool. Um, I've definitely seen some gunshot wounds too. That yeah. Crazy people uh, shot themselves in the leg. Broken ah, their femur. Yeah, dude, that's so bad. Yeah, that's, that's been fun. Oh that's my been goodness. Fun to see. Um, they just on accident they shoot themselves. Oh yeah, on accident. Oh my you goodness. I mean? okay. Or you know they'll come in and tell like a silly story, and it's like, yeah, sure, dude, you shot yourself. Someone shot you, or you just got hit by a stray bullet. Like, <laughs> oh, it just uh, happened yeah, to be yeah, at sure, my house. Sure, sure, like, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're still gonna fix it, but we know that's bull. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think I don't even think that I've scraped the surface of how crazy it's gonna get. Yeah, I'm probably down the road gonna see some absolutely nuts, just nuts crazy stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of exciting yeah it's yeah, exciting it's, i was gonna cool. say it's if you enjoy that it's yeah, probably inside yeah. super exciting you but fix that stuff so. damn yeah man uh is there any recommendations um say like things that you things that people do on a normal day-to-day basis that you would tell them not to do so like for example they always say like don't ride a motorcycle mm-hmm. um cases oh. that you've seen like don't ride a motorcycle and like what are some other tips that you would say or things that you recommend people don't do so to don't keep them out of wind up on yeah, a exactly table? that's yeah Got it. uh well, this to start, uh, don't ride a motorcycle or a yeah. bike. I've seen, um, or even snowboard, brother. Really? I've seen a lot of clavicle fractures from snowboarding, oh. biking, and... Uh, oh, yeah. Like yeah. hitting a tree? Hitting a tree or even just falling, f- like, forward, man. Like, that really? much momentum and you, like, let's say you land on your, your clavicle. Like, yeah. You can, you can snap Yeah, that that's a good point. I you didn't know what I mean? that. So, um, but obviously, you know, I'm not... I'm not saying give that up forever. Just, yeah. just use common sense, man. You know what I mean? Um, a big one I think too is research your, your surgeon. Okay. Research the doctor you're going to. Um, really? Yes. yes. It's like, it's like my, t- <laughs> what is there, it called? My rate, my professor. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that's real, hilarious. man. It, what? It, there's a, uh, you know, every doctor is incredibly intelligent. Wow. Um, just some operate better than others, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some are more patient. Um, some are more methodical. Um, so just make sure that you're, you're going through and reading the reviews of whoever you're going to get surgery on. Don't just, I mean, if you have a bad enough injury and just like, yeah, we need to operate now then. Well, it is what it is. It yeah. is what it is. But like, if you're get. scheduling a surgery, research the hospital, research the surgeon, you know, ask questions. You okay. know I mean, it really is important and it gets you a better idea of the quality of care that you're going to get mm-hmm. and it gives you an idea of what the outcomes can look like too. So okay. you can never be too informed by that stuff. Right. So right. definitely, definitely research. And then also realize that 
at the end of the day, everybody's trying to help you out there. Right. right? I've seen a lot of individuals be very impatient with surgeons, very impatient with nurses, the staff, like we are trying to bring a better quality of life to you. That Mm -hmm. is our, that is our mission. That is our goal. That is our creed. That's why we do this. Right. I mean, so if you know, the process is taking a little bit longer or, you know, people are taking a little while to get back to you, take a breath, reach out, say, Hey, I'm just trying to get my process going along, be a little bit more understanding and it's going to make everything so much Everybody's more life a little you. easier. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's just take a breath. Yeah. Just take a freaking breath. <laughs> That's about it, man. I, I'm, and again, down the road, I'm sure that there's so much in this industry that I have yet to learn, um, which again, super excited to learn for them. Um, but yeah, those are probably the, the keys that I would take away from right nice. now. We're okay. right now. Yeah. Good. That's what's up. All right. Um, and so I, I always say that the three goals, uh, next thing, sorry. Um, three goals you see yourself achieving in the next year and then within the next two years. So you okay. can say three for the next year and then one for two years from now. Cause two years is a little years. bit more difficult. Cool. Yeah. That's a deal, man. Um, for the next year, <sighs> Definitely getting into multiple facilities nice. for sure. out here in the Sacramento area. That is, that is one of my key goals. Okay. Um, we're close, mm-hmm. we're close, no close. We'll see how close we really are, <laughs> but getting into multiple facilities for sure is probably at the top of the list. Um, expanding my knowledge on how to be an asset in the OR, okay. um, how to help. You know what I mean? There's a lot of times where you feel kind of helpless when everything's going on. Mm-hmm. You, you always want to be learning of how I can offer how and when to offer advice, you know, how, where things are like, Hey, you need periarticular clamps. I know where they are. Let me okay. go get them for you. That's how you were saying, like, you know, going to the next level. Mm-hmm. That's how you do that. That's awesome. That's how okay. you really do that. So I want to make sure that I'm always striving to get better in that area. Um, and then becoming a specialist. Okay. Yeah. That, that's going to be hopefully coming up in the next eight to 10 months. Nice. Um, and that'll just be my, my one big promotion. That's, that's kind of my main goal for my career. In two years. And this doesn't, like, it, it, it could be work-related, but also, like, completely unwork-related, oh, too. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, gotcha. if you're, like, for some people, it's, like, buying a home, right? Like, yeah, it's yeah, one yeah. of the things, right? But. Yeah, I think, um, I think buying a home, I think five years is probably what I'm going to give buying a home. But in two years, I think I'm going to be in a different apartment. Okay. Um, something a little bit nicer. Um, I think that expanding my relationship with my team is only going to get better. Um, it's been easy so far, but you know, there's always, you know, places where we can go, um, things you can learn from them and, you know, experiences you can have. And I think just continuing to move forward, man, you know, that, I mean, it's kind of a vague goal, yeah. right? But yeah, yeah. that's different for everybody else. Moving forward with my health, moving mm-hmm. forward with my career, with my relationship with my family and friends, learning as much as I can. If I know more than I do now in two years, I'll stack that up as a win. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, okay. I think that's, that's about it, man. That sounds about right. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Um, all right, man. And, uh, anything as far as like, uh, social media or like contact, if people want to reach out to you, um, how can they find you working there? Or do you not want to like be found? Oh, no, 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 no. That's fine. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram at, uh, Sammy boy fitness. That's B O I underscore fitness. Um, and you can look me up on Twitter if you'd like as, uh, Sam, the Jedi, and it'll be the guy in the UOP <laughs> graduate <laughs> uniform, um, kind of walking. So, 
yeah, if you, you know, I'm always open. I'm always down to meet new people. So any questions about anything or if you just want to hang out or go grab a beer, I'm always open, man. That's what's up. All right. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you again for being coming, you know, taking the time to come hang out, um, sharing with some, some of the viewers and I'm sure, uh, Pleasure. you know, that, that they're going to appreciate it. And this is, and that's the goal with this is like, there's so many people doing crazy different things oh, yeah. and like, I just hope that they can kind of see this and just see like, it's, it's good, right? It's good that you're it's helping phenomenal. people and, um, and know, know that there's good people out there like trying to help you out at the end of the day. So, 100%, man. And thank you for awesome. having me on and uh, doing this. I think that this is a great idea. Yeah, um, thank you. I'll be tuning into all your podcasts. I'm Hell looking yeah. forward to learning as much as I can. Great uh, facet to learn from. Yeah, so, awesome. Thank thanks you. so much for having me, my man. Yeah, all right. Well, guys, that's all I got for today. Um, if you guys have any questions, you can send me an email, uh, DM me on, the, on Instagram, any of the socials. Um, throw something in the comments in YouTube. But uh, other than that, uh, till next week, if you guys have anything else, let me know. Uh, thanks for dropping in and uh, we'll see you guys later. Peace. See you later. Bye.